Not ideal. But you know what is ideal? Hello. This is episode uh, I didn't look for We Were Gamer. There you go. With the save. Yeah. I have, uh, that I, that I was have. Andrew you could hear and Michael right after him. Hey, hey everybody. Hey. Can uh, I, yeah. Can I ask a question? Hmm. Do I rule this podcast with an iron fist? <laughs> <laughs> we, no, of we, course not. You, you reserve the right to answer. That's a good Go way it. to put it. Hmm. Uh, why is it when cleaning that you actually make things worse? Oh, 100%. That's so true. I don't get it. And, I never thought about that before, but it's definitely true. Mm. I was trying to clean my office, and it's just like I'm standing on a pile of... Well, I made the mistake of deciding that it was time to go through all my comic books. So, oh. Oh, See, look, there you go, man. That's your own right. <laughs> you, already knew, you already knew why. You just wanted us to agree with you. I just wanted sympathy. This was a sympathy breach. <laughs> <laughs> just... oh. Speaking of sympathy, uh, I wanted to bring up right off the top a correction I need to make from last podcast. I know we don't do corrections on this podcast, but it's very important. Uh, I forgot to talk about a very important part of BlizzCon. And that was my wife and my sister being featured in the March of the Murlocs. Ooh, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, if you they, knew what was who the they March were, of the Murlocs thing this year, what did they do? Uh, they made a clip compilation and they allowed people to submit videos or images of themselves uh, in some sort of Murloc situation. Uh, mm. And my wife and sister decided to choreograph a little thing and do a little dance. And uh, we filmed it and then uploaded it to Blizzard and they kept it in. Uh, you know, they edited it uh, into like a tight, like, let's say half a second. <laughs> um, but like, you know, everyone got like half a second. So yeah, sure. So yep. they, it was all, they were in their, their Murloc getup and then uh, in a yes. clip doing a dance yeah. or something. Yeah. They, uh, they walked well. So the video that we shot was they walked into the frame, they did a little Murloc dance and then they like, you know, walked out of the frame, you know, in a Murloc way uh, mm -hmm. okay. um, marching, you know, uh, but the clip that was in the show was just the dance. Gotcha. Nice. So, yeah. You know, so that, that, that's my bad. Obviously, you two wouldn't have known that because you weren't involved <laughs> in it at all. Um, but I was. And I, as the videographer, I should have brought that up. Uh, uh, that's certainly on me. I'm going to make a ruling. Since you got to make a ruling, I'm making a ruling uh, for me. That is the best news from BlizzCon. <laughs> really? Wow. Harsh. I mean, it is very cool. I agree. And the oh, well, video was only like three minutes long or whatever. I'm I'm so. using a technicality here that that D two was leaked ahead of time. So ah okay. <laughs> still still if really we're cool. uh, if we're gonna bring up things that we should have mentioned last week, I have one to throw out there, and I which is to give a shout out. Um, I think all three of us would say that we are pretty techy, technically inclined as far as it goes in different ways. Yeah, uh, and we can appreciate when someone does a really hard thing. So I oh, yeah. kind of wanted to give a, a shout out to NASA for, you know, putting a mm. rover on Mars. Yes. In super impressive fashion. I love that... the sky crane. I physically, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> I physically love that we have created sky cranes. I was at JPL when they did the landing for Curiosity. 
which really? is the, pre- the previous rover. I had a, yeah. I have a friend who still works there, and he was he worked on that project, and then now had worked on this one, and he invited me and some other people up to like a big like outdoor viewing event they had at JPL, and that was so cool. Obviously, that didn't happen this year at all. Sure, yeah. Um, Curiosity we, was also sky craned. Yes, yeah. it was. So it was my first introduction to the sky crane, and the per- the one before that is. Gosh, what's the uh, other rover's name? And that Curiosity. There's that was the balloon one, the one before Curiosity, which was also cool, right? Like, what if we just had airbags? Yeah, it's just like they let it just like roll to a stop. <laughs> <laughs> that sky very cool awesome. idea. The pictures from that sky crane thing from this go around because they had it recording the whole way down mm-hmm. look like a scene from Blade Runner. Like, dude, it's they really do. They really do. And it's literally unedited footage from Mars. And you're like, oh, the, God, this is the best even thing ever. Watching, even watching live, right? It's it is like those scenes from movies. It except really it's is. real. And that's the pri- that's the part that surprised me the most about that whole thing is how much it was like the thing they put in the movies. Because you're like, oh, okay, I've seen Apollo 13 or, you know, other various space movies, right? Yeah, where they, they must amp up the drama for these moments. Totally, right? You're <laughs> like, oh, they're cutting back and forth between these guys. Everyone in there is chain smoking and, like, you know, being all, like, gruff manly men or whatever. And, like, you go, it's not going to be like that here. And, like, look, they weren't chain smoking and no one was trying to be, like, chauvinistic about anything. But definitely, you could see every single person in that room was losing their mind with stress <laughs> as it was going on. They're like, oh, God, it's going to happen. And you could hear the person um, who was uh, narrating the thing, you know, like trying very hard <laughs> to keep calm and just announce what is happening. Right. Yeah. She did a super impressive job. Oh, I think he's talking about the man that they had to oh, take the, offline the guy who, because he yeah. was too nervous. He, he got a little, yes. he got a little overexcited. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm also referring to the woman they had uh, narrating oh, it as great. well. But the man who they had to cut also was just like he couldn't keep it together, so they had to drop him because he was losing it live on air. <laughs> yeah, very was, cool. I don't. I apologize for not knowing people's names, but uh, the, uh, the, I know the name of the woman is oh. Doctor Sw- Doctor Swata Swati Monday. Because she was on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me this week ah, on NPR. Okay. So, oh, that's well, right. she, did, she was. She did an amazing job keeping it together for the rest of us. I apologize for butchering the pronunciation of her name, I'm sure. At least we tried. Swati Mohan. Swati Mohan. Mohan. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was great shout out, Michael. They did awesome. It was extremely cool. I watched it live while working um, and was just tense the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, what else did we get up to? I think there's some, uh, we need to wind down after that a little bit. Might be I got uh, really amped up. Yeah. <laughs> might be a good time to like take a break and like open a beer. Yeah. It's a good way to relax. There's some cool beer news this week. Well, I guess there's cool beer news all the time, but like we have some particularly cool beer news here on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. I was, uh, yeah, I was letting it brew there that we're extremely cool and other people are not. That's how I wanted to. <laughs> oh, to I be. see. I see. Uh, I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I uh, I opened one of these in front of some people just to impress them. 
It's extremely cool. <laughs> were, were, they, were they suitably impressed? Yes. Reasonable, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, so. We are talking about the 2020 re- or 2021, I guess, edition. Got to be 21, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, it might have been brewed in 20. Mm. I don't know how they number it. Well, it's an IPA, so let's say it's probably brewed in 2021. It's a triple IPA, and yeah. we are talking about Russian River's Pliny the Younger, which is some sort of like semi-legendary slash extremely well-regarded. I don't think it's semi-legendary. <laughs> it's actually legendary. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I th- I, Pliny I, in general is legendary. People are like, "What do you mean the younger? I can't even find the elder." When I mentioned it to them, it's true they don't distribute far and wide. Uh, I don't know why they don't. Uh, something about. You know, they don't want to expand or they want to stay local or something, I guess. Sure. Um, but it, yeah, they, the Russian River Brewery in Northern California, uh, the Sonoma or uh, sorry, Santa Rosa area, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, did their release of Pliny the Younger this year in a unorthodox or at least new to them way. Uh, and multiple people on this podcast were able to obtain some of them, which is uh, a feat given what it sounds like happened. <laughs> yeah, their their website numbers were kind of crazy. They said that they had, I think at peak, 110,000 people trying to buy uh, the mixed cases that they put out, and they only had 6,000 and change, I think, available for sale. At least they tried to do so, a waiting room. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the, the waiting room probably worked if you were the first 6,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the waiting room was just like a velvet rope that kept people out after the first 6,000, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, JJ, you were lucky enough to get through. and uh, uh, Once again, I w- uh, not me, but my wife was lucky <laughs> enough uh, yeah. to provide the correct uh, thing here. I was trying as well, um, but I was not lucky. Nice. So, uh, so we, I think... Now, everyone on this podcast has had some at this point. Andrew, you opened one at some point? I opened one this weekend. It was wonderful. Have you guys had one yet, Michael? Yes. Yeah, I had one uh, last weekend. Okay. And my wife and I have had one. So what do we all think, man? It's certainly, I know because it's the mixed case, my wife and I did the the elder and the younger next to each other just because we could. Uh, I'm curious if you guys have tried both yet. I've had elder enough times to remember what it is uh younger to me was definitely better i certainly agree with you yeah it's it's incredibly smooth for a triple ipa that was the thing when uh so i want to okay go ahead oh i was just gonna say when when we i poured it for everyone that was uh here not here here uh but that was tasting safely i want to point out safely uh i poured it all and then one person at a time came to get a glass masked and then we all backed away uh it was only three people (laughs) it it sounds like a lot when i say everyone but uh they didn't see the bottle so i didn't i just they knew it was pliny related because it was pliny the younger but i don't know if pliny the elder is also a triple i don't think it is it's not and uh the elder is not a 10.6 percent beer no it's like eight point yeah something and so both of those things were a shock to everyone once they tasted it. That it was 10% and that it was so smooth? Or it's so smooth for was... a triple IPA, yeah. 
Yeah, so, like once they I'm had gonna... the info after they tasted it, they were surprised at what they had heard. Got it. I wanna, uh, I wanna, I wanna push back on that assumption. How many triple IPAs have you guys had? I've had a fair number. Yeah, over the years, probably the same. I feel like I have only had a few, maybe like three or four, and none of them have been as hoppy or as like forward flavored as the doubles. Hmm. I have had uh, the triple IPA from Dogfish Head, the 120 minute. Ah, uh, that's well, well done. That's super smooth. Yeah, that's that's Dogfish Head I've, though. But their their 90 minute is much hoppier than the 120. Right, but is, aren't they both triples? No, the 90 is a double. Oh, is right? it? It's the si- 60 is the single, 90 is the double, and 120 is the triple. Oh, okay. Um, that 120 is a special beer though. It's super hard to find, and it is great. And it's even higher than 10%. It's like 12 or something. That stuff is... You don't get a whole glass of that. <laughs> you can't you can't do it. It's been a few years, so I've only had it at bars. Um, see, that was... Uh, I've had that one. I've had the triple IPA from... What is it? The Alchemist or something like that? From uh, Vermont that my sister got for me one year as a Christmas gift. That was amazing. I haven't had the double from that place, but... According to the internet, uh, the double is way hoppier based on the like lists. Uh, there's the younger, and I've had a couple of ones that are pr- that were produced locally that aren't made anymore because they stopped making IPAs, and those were also less hoppy than the the triples. So maybe I'm just like really good at picking them uh, or something. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know that I have a good subset of beers beyond some of the ones you've mentioned. Uh, because of the places that make them. So Sierra Nevada has one called, I think it's called Hoptimum. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, Stone has a couple triple IPAs. Yeah, uh, I've never had any of Stone's. There's, but it's Stone. What you'd expect from Stone, Stone doing a triple. Right? So I don't know yeah. if I can use I that I as a fair comparison to say, oh my God. But I mean, I those, don't know. It's fair enough, right? Yeah, those are... Um, those are acrid almost, you know, and their, and their amount of, of hops. And you say they're hot. So like, what's the, uh, there's two measurements of beer, right? There's like, uh, what is it? IBUs, right? The bitterness Mm -hmm. scale. And so you're saying those are like very high up on that. Oh yeah. It would be very, I mean, so that's, that's like the marker of, the the single double and triple is the IBU level as far as I, I remember the, I thought there was like a a process difference right you have to like do the process multiple times in order to qualify that's for as. different now you t- well, so tripling uh like a tripling like a belgian yes um but as far as i understand what a triple ipa is is just that it has high abv and high ibus above like 90 or 100 okay. yeah I, those- Double and triple are kind of vague terms. They're, well, they're, they're, uh, what's the varietal is <laughs> the wine version of what I'm trying to say. They're, um, Style? specific <laughs> breed specific, you know, if you want, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> sure, a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's every style of beer has their own, like, uses for it. So, like, a triple Belgian is much smoother than a triple or than a single belgian right and that's because they've tripled the 
the Malta, right? So, mm. um, I, I don't know. I, I'm pre- as far as my memory is because I don't I haven't done the research uh, right now on this okay. podcast. But along yeah. well, my my memory is it's like forty IBUs is somewhat normal, seventy is double, and uh, ninety to a hundred is triple IPA IBUs. And then you know ABV generally follows IBUs because if you don't up the ABV, you're gonna have just hops in the flavor. Mm. With no sugar to counteract the hops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I admit to complete ignorance on this topic, so I was just wondering because I've definitely heard people say this before, and it's just like has not been my experience. Well, but so also when, it's possible that yeah, I'm just drinking the wrong stuff. Oh uh, well, no. One thing you can do, and what I think uh, Dogfish Head does really well, is just because you triple the hops doesn't mean you have to triple the strongest hops. Sure, you can triple yeah, yeah. more of the multi characters or more of the other flavors in there, and not necessarily triple the like really pine forward and, and stuff like yeah. that. That's so. I think uh, back on topic here of uh, <laughs> the younger. Uh, I just was I was just really impressed with how like easily drinkable it was. It was just like a hey, I, I feel like I could have this. Like this is all right. And then you like, you know, finished your glass and you're like, whoa, I just had a really strong beer. Yeah. I'm glad it lived up to the hype. Yeah. I I know uh, Russian River says you should drink it now and not save them. Uh, but I wonder if it's one of those ones that the character would change a bunch with age. So I'm sure so, there are people that are doing that. And anecdotally, um, the, the girl who sits across from me at the office, um, her family uh lives up near santa rosa uh and her mom has gotten plenty of the younger in years past and has opened one immediately and then saved one um and according to her like even as little as three weeks later you can really tell the difference Hmm. Hmm. that is interesting so because if what it's worth Previous to this online distribution, I think they didn't really ever bottle it. Or no, it was uh, unbelievably limited. I'd never have seen it in bottles. I've only ever heard of them putting it in kegs to distribute to extremely limited bar places. Yeah. yeah. Like I know of one place here in Orange County that would get some. Yeah. But it's same. There was, like, yeah. there was like one famous bar down here that would get one keg and like there'd be a line down the block. Yep. Yeah, you uh, know, it's super cool. I'm it's more. I'm excited. I get to have some. Yeah, it's more egalitarian a little bit, but you know, I'm sure a lot of people are not peeved, but disappointed that they don't have I mean, the I, option to try and go somewhere to get it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure the the rest. I'm sure Russian River would rather be distributing to the bars and restaurants anyway, right? There, I feel there's probably a a more guaranteed market there and a like probably better return for them. I don't know. To deal with the all this shipping. A bottle is probably crazy. They didn't sell it for that much more than they sell their regular stuff though. No, the maybe their package just... price was good. I feel they probably could have been warranted to mark up the entire price of the 12 pack of which you only got four bottles of the younger. Uh, they probably could have marked it up like 50, 60 bucks, but they didn't. I mean, you paid some markup. That STS that's in the box is like a $6 beer. 
I mean, you pay that markup when you buy the beer from them normally anyway, though, right? Right, sure. It's like you can buy a, uh, you can, if you live in California, you can go on Russian River's site and order beer from them for delivery to your home in California uh, right now, or I assume right now. Uh, frequently, you can do this. Uh, and you can get Pliny the Elder, and it's, you know, not cheap. You know, it's a 12 pack of 500 milliliter bottles, and it's like $80, $90 or something. So a lot, but also these are very big bottles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess it's also worth saying these aren't like 12 ounce bottles, right? These are the 500 milliliter ones, like big. Yeah, they're, they're a full pint. Mm -hmm. You are consuming a beer when you open one of these. <laughs> gotta be ready. Oh, oh, man, I was, that was so, man, I should have another one of those soon. Those, those <laughs> I'll save mine at least a week or two. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably have my other one soon. Very reasonable. Uh, oh, what else did we get up to here? Um, I know there's been some a little bit of gaming news. We want to talk about some of the, some of the games, video games. We technically talk about those on this podcast sometimes. Yeah, sure. Um, last week, uh, Friday maybe, um, Sony came out with their uh, their own version of a direct, their state of play for the beginning of 2021. Uh, and I managed to catch a, a good bit of the news and announcements that they had. I don't know if, if either of you guys, I don't think, managed to catch it. Oh, I was doing manual labor on Friday outside all day. I certainly saw some of the announcements after the fact, but I definitely didn't catch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that stood out, um, not any individual uh, announcement, but the fact that a lot of the games that had already been announced as... Uh, coming out on the PS4, but word hadn't been passed down yet about whether or not they'd show up on the PS5. A lot of them were allowing for uh, free upgrades. If you owned the game on PS4, they would upgrade you to the PS5 version if you had one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're trying. To, they're trying. You know what I mean? I, maybe we'll talk about this after, but uh, they probably got to give people something since you still can't buy these things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I don't think they announced it here, but I know they did mention they are doing the thing they did last year and giving away some free games to people, even if you don't subscribe to their service or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Why for? And I think that um, they did this last year during the pandemic as well as like a play at home, I think was the initiative they called oh, it. Okay. They're doing that again this year, and I believe the they said there's more than one game, but the game they've announced so far, starting March 1st, is Ratchet and Clank. So you just go into PS4. your account and download it. Yep, and I think anyone with a PS4 can just go in and log in and get that right now. So oh, cool. But uh, what other stuff did they talk about at this uh, event, Michael? Um, so there wasn't there wasn't much in the way of new, like really new news. A lot of it was games that had been teased or shown previously, um, and they were just giving updates. Um, so there was more footage from Returnal. I don't know if you guys remember this one from E3 last year. Uh, Lived woman, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Woman lands on an alien <laughs> planet, um, and each time she dies to one of the aliens that's trying to kill her, she wakes up again as she's crashing on the planet. So she's in this loop trying to get herself out of it. Uh, but they showed some more gameplay footage of that, which looks pretty sharp. Um, 
Speaking of lived, I repeat, they showed more footage of Deathloop. Um, that game I think looks we've... very cool. Yeah, I think we talked about some after E3. Uh, but it does. Uh, they they basically just showed more gameplay. It's got like a real um, like 60s disco kind of vibe or something. And like very almost like Mod Squad kind of like cool spy thing. Uh, but then you like are dying and restarting the cycle over again, and it's seems very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool premise. Um, let's see, what else did they announce? Um, Andy, I thought of you when I saw that they uh, they had a spot on the new Odd World game. Yeah, I wish, I really wish that that was coming in a good time. You know, like they redid some of those games recently. For Epic, I think Epic brought some of those games to the PC or something like that. Um, but the the moment was hot then, and now I'm worried that uh, the Odd World is not so odd. I don't know. This is a new game, though. I know. Yeah, Soulstorm. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm interested. Yeah. I. I. It looks cool. I mean in an odd world kind of way, but I can tell you that I have never finished one of those games. You should go play the strangers wrath one because I think that's, which one is, which one is that the cowboy one? Yeah, it's the cowboy one. Okay. That's the easiest one to finish. I have not played. And you don't have to think about any of the other stories. Got it. Okay. I think that might be the only one I've never played. Oh, really? Somehow. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. The original, I think, or the original one I played on like a, like a rented disc from Blockbuster or something like a million years ago. Yeah. And then I don't remember. I've played the other ones here and there along the years and just like, it's always been kind of like, this idea is so cool. And then it just like, I, I suck at it and just like get bored and then stop playing. I mean, it's great that they did. Somebody went out there and did Abe. You know, in the midst of everyone cares about Mario, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's such a weird non-hero. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, he, he stuck with me because of that, you know? it. It's a cool world. The idea of, like, the mega corporation and they're eating the people and this whole thing is so weird. And, like, these people are, like, you know, almost like slaves to the corporation and stuff. That's a very, like... 2020 topic actually yeah in some ways um yeah i don't know i'm uh again i i don't know i want everything to be good right so yeah yeah so the one jj there was one that made me think of you too um there was a a game that was a new reveal called sifu Mm. i don't know if you caught the clip of this one but it is a revenge story centered around intense kung fu action i like kung fu action yeah, that's, that was the part that made me me think of you. Um, the the combat on it looks pretty sharp. Um, okay, so there it. wasn't there wasn't a whole lot shown because it was just sort of the the teaser reveal. But it looked like the kind of thing that you uh, you might be interested in when there are more details revealed. I'm writing this down so I can go watch the trailer. Oh, I know. S i f u. Sifu. Did you hear they added Ryu to Fortnite? Okay. No goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, they added um, 
the Terminator and stuff also, right? So it's like, what isn't in Fortnite now? Yeah. Pretty much I, everything. I just can't. I can't. I can't be led to care about that game. Oh, I, I don't, don't think there's anything I don't think you should. Do. I honestly don't. Okay. For having someone, having been someone that played it for a month and a half, I don't, I don't imagine it's a very good game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's just a, it's so popular with the people that like it and then just kind of, it feels impenetrable to me. You know, what's strange and about I, it is that it's supposed to be a sandbox game. That you don't have time to do any sandboxing in because you just get shot. So it's like yeah. Minecraft, but worse. <laughs> Put that on the box. Minecraft, but worse. Uh, worse, worse enough that Epic Games has ridden it to such stardom that they can sue Apple and people have to take it seriously. Uh, I mean, the we'll see how that goes for them. I don't know that they're going to be so happy they did that in the end. I agree with you. I think that we'll I think that I goes. agree with you. Uh, it's very, I don't know. Anyway, whatever about Epic games, the, is there anything, (laughs) is there anything else we want to talk about from the state of play? There was one more, uh, which was the, the big news that they held for the end. Uh, final fantasy seven remake is getting additional content. Uh, they are putting out a version called, uh, FF seven remake intergrade, which will be the, the full PS five release. And it includes all the content from the original, Uh, version of the remake plus a whole bunch of technical fixes but it also includes new episodes so it adds in a storyline that introduces yuffie character you do not meet in midgar in the original game no you do not meet her until later in the game yeah i think it also focuses one uh, maybe ryan told me that there's some characters from like dirge of cerebus in there Yes, yes there I are so yeah i i so. am uh fully spoiled on everything that happens in this game good news it's gonna get it, it y'all like that kingdom hearts yeah well good, yeah good news if you're not Cause... fully spoiled on it because they got your back with a phone game yeah so that's almost the more interesting announcement uh they didn't do this as part of the state of play they just announced it from their twitter account like afterwards I'm this thing. I, I don't even know what to call. So it's Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is the name of it, and they say that it's going to be a like episodic based retelling of the entire Final Fantasy VII like story. But that story includes not just the original game Final Fantasy VII. It includes that. It also then includes Advent Children the movie. It includes. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Before Crisis, which I think is a PSP game. Or maybe that one is a PS3 game. I don't know. You're beyond oh, me now. I don't, remember, I don't remember with that one. Don't know? You're I don't know either. Now. I don't know. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, then it, there's Final Fantasy VII uh, a- Altered Core After Crisis. Huh. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, there's yeah. another one in there. And then Crisis the last Core. one, Crisis Core. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, that's the one. And that is a PSP game. Crisis. Uh, Crisis Core is a PSP game. I played that one. Yeah. I actually know what that one's about. Okay. And then the last one is Dirge of Cerberus, which I believe is a PS2 game. Or maybe that's another PSP game. I don't know. Anyway, around that time. 
That's a lot of games. Yeah, I bet a lot you, of games. I'm going to bet you it's a free to play game that you have to pay money to unlock chapters in or grind gold. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to bet that they I'm just going to bet they charge you for the chapters. It's just like chapter one and then you pay them five dollars to get chapter two and you pay them five dollars and you get chapter three or whatever. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if if they just drop all of it at once. That tends to be when they do mobile, that tends to be how Square Enix operates, like when they've done mobile releases of their older RPGs. Yeah, but this isn't a mobile release of an old RPG. It's a completely different game. True. It's a new game of games that didn't necessarily come out on mobile. I'm just, I'm, when somebody says something on mobile is coming out in chapters, it just means to me they're putting it out in bite-sized sales pieces, right? Yeah. Uh, and this isn't just like they took Final Fantasy VII, the original game, and ported it to mobile because there's new art. Looking at the game, even if the backgrounds are similar or maybe the same, I can't tell, but the character models and the like character portraits and the dialogue screens are different. So 100%, it's at that much at least is new. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't want to be negative about it, but it does not seem like it's going to be for me. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's good. I don't know. Yeah, it might be. No idea. I, this is a wait and see for me. Yeah, yes. we'll, we'll find out in nine months. Thousand percent wait and see for sure. Can I circle back around? Yeah. Um, the Soulstorm thing where you said Odd, the Oddworld Soulstorm was a new game didn't sound right to me. So I had to go back and remember what, what it was because this thing was announced like in 2015 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a... So, uh, you know, Abe, Abe, Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus are the first two games. Uh, yes. And, oh my God, I didn't even realize it was 2014 that Oddworld New and Tasty came out, which was the most recent game, which was a recreation of Abe's Odyssey. Okay. In Unity. Soulstorm is a recreation of Exodus in Unity. I see. Oh, okay. But it's so this is like apparently Exodus ex- a remake. Yeah, it's apparently expanded to include some stuff from side stories, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. Weirdly, they're made in Unity, but they don't. They're not. Oh no, it does say Windows. Okay, I would wonder if that's Epic then. Now could be. Huh? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Very strange. There you go. Seven years since an Oddworld game. Yeah, that's that's kind of my feeling, man. I I wonder if anyone cares other than me. <laughs> Probably well, somebody, if I care, somebody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that if you care about, someone else cares about, Andrew, let's talk about Warzone for a bit. Oh, way more people care a lot more than me about Warzone. <laughs> yeah, I said if you care, someone else cares. It's just not me. Yeah. But that's fine. I want to hear about what you've been doing in Warzone. Let me say that some people care too much. Shocker. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I haven't been playing Warzone that long. I would understand why people want a new map because the game's been out for a year. And they haven't... It's been a year, right? Yeah, it's been... Two years. No, no, no. The Warzone itself map has been around for a year. Oh, okay. Uh, the you know modern warfare i think is two years so i don't know 
Anyway, I could understand if you've been playing for a year why you'd want them to change stuff. Fortnite does this all the time. Uh, they mess with the map like every two months. They haven't changed anything. So this past week, they updated this game with what people thought was going to be a whole new map. And what they got was a boat full of zombies. And um, and then they broke a bunch of stuff in the game. I haven't experienced much of the stuff that people say that was broken because I don't play. I don't play at a level that I care that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. I have a question. Can you define for me a roguelike RPG? No, because roguelike itself is a vague term. People can't even agree on what counts as a roguelike, so how could anyone add something to roguelike and then be able to define it? That's my opinion on that one. Michael, do you have a definition for roguelike that I can use here? Oh, uh, I kind of wish I did, but no. It just seems to be used as a catch-all when people well, don't exactly know what kind of category. So going by the Berlin interpretation, there's a whole... <laughs> well, sorry, what are we... Are we did we, do we have some accord that I didn't hear about here? So there's a whole group of people like that are out there talking about like what makes a game like the game Rogue. I see. And what a roguelike then means to be one of those. And these people right? are from Berlin? Well, they were in like the 1990s or whatever when Rogue was still super popular. Ah. And like this whole, I'm saying this argument has been going for like a million years. Yeah. So it's impossible that for anyone to answer, so in my opinion. I sat here thinking about it and I distilled down to Hades recently is the most popular roguelike, right? Yeah. And so if sure. I described what you did in Hades, tell me if I'm wrong, JJ, because you've played a lot of Hades. People should play Hades. That game's great. Oh, yeah, I plan to, but uh, it's on my went on sale list, uh, being a responsible person. Uh, you continuously try to advance through a series of engagements or fights to level up weapons that will hopefully eventually let you beat the game. Even if you fail, you can try again. And the weapon upgrades stay, correct? Uh, I think the important stuff you're missing there is like randomly generated engagements sure. that yeah. are that randomize and change every time you play. Okay. And the things that level up are not required to stay every time. Yep. No, but some of them are, are persistent, no? They're in Hades, that's true. Some but not some in upgrades. It depends. It depends on the game, right? So some yeah. games have a persistent upgrades, and some do not. But some both types would be considered a roguelike, right? Like Dead yeah. Cells, the weapons you start over every time. Okay, and there are other things that persist in that game. Yeah. Yes. Warzone is in... is a roguelike. Hmm. That feels like a stretch. It's not mm. though. I'm going to need I more mean... from you. I mean, so it is possible for there to be games that have the rogue itself has nothing that carries over from run to run, but Warzone does. So if you okay. if you uh, if you play this game, and this is what people are pissed about, uh, you eventually unlock upgrades to many of the weapons in the game. So like if you use the M16 every single game, the M16 game gains levels as you use it and each level upgrades features uh, of the gun. So like 
uh, I can move it from iron sights to a scope now because it's level two. Oh, at level three, I get a suppressor. At level four, I get a bigger magazine. I'm I'm simplifying it for the sake of this story. Uh, that is persistent through each run. So while you may go into it and have random fights and lose each time because uh, you know people camp in corners or whatever. <laughs> you come back at, with a stronger and stronger gun. I guess in this most recent... Is it, what's that? Yeah. Is that strictly an upgrade path, though? Because aren't the different sites like, used for different things? And like, is a suppressor always an upgrade if it maybe makes your velocity lower or something? So sometimes, yeah, there's sideways movements. So like uh, muzzle, uh, a muzzle attachment may be something like a flash guard or a muzzle brake or a suppressor or, and these all do different things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, vertical recoil control or flash suppression or sound suppression or bullet velocity increase or decrease based on what you're going for. Um, it allows people to use all the upgrades to create what they want from, from each class of, of gun in that game. Got it. So, like, if you want your uh, Uzi to be great at hip firing, you would put lasers on it and large magazines and recoil control, right? Instead of if you want to aim down sight and have it shoot across the street accurately, you would change everything on the gun completely from what I just said. But the only way Got you it. do that is by playing the game over and over and over again like a roguelike. And using it to, like an RPG, level the gun up. So people are pissed off because I guess a bunch of these attachments are now broken. So not only did they not get the map that they were all waiting for, which doesn't affect me at all. And in fact, I'm upset for a different reason, but (laughs) I'm not that upset. Uh, They're all way upset because they expected everything to be completely new for them all uh, overnight with the turn of a switch. Uh, and instead what they got was a boat full of zombies and a bunch of those things that they've been working for months in some cases for are now broken, right? Like the best sound suppressor in the game, which also gives you bullet velocity now just doesn't work anymore. It makes the gun actively worse. My favorite, uh, close range weapon, the MP5, you can't reload it. If you try to reload it, uh, it'll be stuck in an infinite reload loop and then you just can't use the gun anymore. Wow. This sounds great. Yeah. What a game. So like for me, there's some disappointments in the, in the bugs that came with this new season and update and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, I think I've been very vocal about my lackadaisical, uh, interest in zombies other than the walking dead. (laughs) I, I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they, this is literally what they added. It's just like a, a little a zombie event in a boat at the edge of the map. Literally at the edge of the map. So I never have to go over there. So it doesn't affect me at all. Uh, it's not that interesting because I don't want to go over there. But, uh, you know, then there. So the streaming community uh, out there is. I've seen some people just uh, saying they're never going to play again at this point, which is kind of crazy. That thing is making millions of dollars a month and uh and they seem really upset about it the bugs are are pretty bad so 
I don't know. I'm still having fun playing with other people lightly, but it seems like they're in dire straits and they need to fix something real quick. Otherwise, that game might die real real fast. Well, what if instead of playing that, you played a game that is actually good? Oh, I I make full endorsement that that game might not be good. <laughs> <laughs> what if a game is a game that's accessible to everyone in your browser? Uh, you you know what? Browser-based games should make a comeback, in my opinion. Well, you know what game did make a comeback? It's Blaseball, Andrew. It's Blaseball season. The Tigers are back. Yeah, they are. That's the uh, new song we... for the Tigers. Okay. Just go ahead and send it to the Discord. Clip it right now. Uh, mod, yep. mod, please clip it. mod, clip it. Yeah, and upload this uh, as we're speaking. Becoming <laughs> internet famous in three, two. Uh, yeah, so uh, Blaseball is back. They started their new season. I have a lot uh, of money already. Yeah. Uh, hey, Andrew, did you know the changes that they made? They made many changes mm-hmm. uh, in the off season. Uh, did you know that it seems like the optimal strategy now has nothing to do with betting? No. Did they really get rid of optimal betting? Because the optimal betting used to be how you made the most money. So it seems like the way to make the most money it does not involve betting anymore because... Uh, they changed the payouts on bets first, so the payouts are a bit lower, which is part of the reason. But the other part of the reason is they buffed the batting um, idol quite a bit. Uh, and there is a player who gets five times payouts for idol rewards. What? That seems good. Who's this? That seems good. Uh, he's actually terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't matter because when you get five times rewards, it's still worth he it. He could be five times bad. Five times worse is the word I was trying to say. And you'd still <laughs> get paid the same. Yes. Uh, the person's name is Wyatt Glover. I don't want to assume that it's a he. Many people in Blaseball are not uh, he's. Wyatt Glover who... of the Yellowstone Magic? That's correct. Uh, has a buff that's called Credit to the Team that uh, earns fans five times the rewards for idle do you uh, have to be a it. fan of the Yellowstone Magic, though? Uh, you have to have him as your idol. Okay. My, underst- my understanding is how that wo- that's how that works. I'm not switching off the Tigers. Not for nobody. Right. I didn't, you know, I wasn't encouraging you to give up the fandom of the best team in the league. Why would you do that? Um, but yeah, the, uh, the... So that's uh that that is some information I learned today. The Tigers are 10 and 3. What's going to happen if they ascend? I don't want to pick another team. Great question, Andrew. We don't know. Well, no other, one knows. The other team that ascended never came back. Uh yes, that's true. I'm not I'm not into that. Yeah, they've made a lot of changes to this game, Michael. They added an inventory. Okay, that's new. It's new and it's frustrating. Because like before, what you do is much much the same. I don't remember if you played browser games in like high school, but like much the same as those like kingdom browser games where you basically like churned money, almost like a clicker. Yeah, almost like a clicker. And then you'd you'd buy upgrades, right? So like I could buy every upgrade. I had every upgrade for myself. Like okay, if I pitched, if my pitcher threw a bunch of strikeouts. Then I got a lot of money. But if I chose a batter as my idol, uh, then I got a lot of money when he got hits. But now to get those upgrades, you have to fill them in an inventory. 
So good news, bad news. You they've really upgraded those. And you can upgrade them a lot higher, but you can't hold them all anymore because they've changed them into items and you still have to hold items like tickets and tarot and no one knows what the tarot does yet. We'll find out. But you better hold one. I mean, if you want to know, yeah, you certainly got to. Yeah. I don't know if I need to hold peanuts anymore, but yeah. Yeah. Unclear. Uh, and if you want to participate in some of the new stuff they added to the game, all this is free, by the way. It sounds like when I say if you want to participate, you got to buy these items. No, you're buying them with in-game currency. They still, it's all free. And you can even, there's even a method you can do to get free in-game currency that requires an item slot. That requires an item slot. Yeah. Uh, that's if not you, working you, for me. Uh, if I try to get the breadcrumbs and beg, it doesn't work. Do you have no coins? Yeah, with zero coins, it still doesn't work. Hmm. I thought that's how that worked. I don't know. I've had some slowdown on the website. It has definitely not been as bad as it was before, but I wonder what their playership is like now that they've been gone for like six months. I've been seeing it on the internet and stuff around, but yeah, it's not like... It can't be as high as it was at their peak, right? No, there's no way that... I mean, I'm... It's also the first day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested enough to be back... But I'm not sure that I'm interested enough to stay. We'll see. I want to see what happens at the end of this season. Yeah. Which is just a week I, of my life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So an entire baseball season happens in a week. And at the end, there's a playoff. And the team that wins uh, is crowned the champion. And supposedly, after a team wins three games, they ascend. Three three seasons. Uh, three championships. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this has happened one time. It happened to the Baltimore Crabs, who ascended uh, and haven't heard from them since. So mm-hmm. they were gone the end of the last season. Uh, or sorry, they went the season before the end of the last season. Uh, and it was kind of just like they were playing in some ascended league. No one really heard from them. Uh, we're not too sure what they're up to these days. So we haven't heard from them since it came back. So. I'll be curious to see what happens with that. Uh, But (laughs) I love all the stupid, insane baseball rules they have in this game. And it is fun just to see them try and deal with it. It's like you you can get multiple wins per game. You can get, you can take losses away. I don't see anybody with, uh, with extra losses. I think most of the stuff from previous seasons has not returned. Like there's nobody with four bases or extra strikes or balls or outs. Yes. So the, the, the fourth strike, which allowed you to get four strikes and the thing that had four bases is not a thing, uh, this season for anyone. Yeah. I think they removed Uh, a lot of that to start over, but it looks like based on the elections and the wills, it could be next season. So what is wills? I, I don't have access to wills yet. Uh, so wills are another thing that you could use votes on, um, and they are extremely specific. So uh, one of the wills I'm looking at here is called Infuse. It says boost a player on your team by 15 to 30%. If you pick it, uh, you get to pick the player on your team that this goes for and then cast your votes for it. Hmm. So it's just huh. so like the decrees are things you can spend votes on that have like league wide effects. Wills seem to be based around individual players and blessings seemed to be based around um, 
uh, fans. I see. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder so if I should it, try and pay tribute to anybody that's dead to try and bring them back. It didn't go so good last time. <laughs> Although it was very cool, I guess, at the end. So, I don't know. Got a lot of peanuts. Yeah, I'm not sure what the peanuts are for either. Yeah. Uh, baseball. Well, that baseball is great. Yeah, uh, we insane. don't have it. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's, it is a fun insane, though. Uh, or I think so. Uh, we don't have a ton of time. Do we want to talk about WandaVision here for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a cliffhanger currently, right? So yeah, yeah. One episode left here. In is it? Season. It's just one, right? Yes, I Although, believe so. so this uh, episode eight was like half again as long as the previous episodes had been. Okay, blissfully. Thank you. It needed to be. Well, well you know, kind of, uh, those earlier episodes didn't need to be longer, though, right? Uh, right. I'm not saying the other ones needed to be longer. I'm saying this one did. Sure. Yeah. To to be able to. To make tell a this story and to tie off the story in two episodes. Yeah. If they if they wanted to do the thing that they did in this episode, I don't know what could have been cut out of it to get the the characters to where they are now. Right. Yes. Uh, do we like Agatha just... Harkness? Spoilers. 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 Oh yeah, big spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. I think the meme that it was Agatha all along was great. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed that. Um, but I, I enjoy uh, seeing Catherine Hahn chew scenery. I think it's enjoyable and she's great in it. Yeah. Any other opinions? I have no negative opinions of the show at all. I, I, yeah. I am blissfully watching without trying to figure anything out and also without having any real idea where they're going, because I, I have a feeling this is not over at episode nine. Okay. You think they're going to tie it into something? I think immediately after episode nine hits, there will be some sort of announcement of where, what it is tied into immediately after. Hmm. Like Wanda returns in, well, yeah, Wanda and possibly Vision uh, return in X Y Z thing. Because I mean, at this point, she's basically proven she could keep Vision alive inside his own little bubble, right? Uh, if she just didn't let his little bubble down, he'd be alive. So, is that where we go here? You know what I mean? I mean, it seems like Shield. It seems like uh, Sword has proven they could just have Vision already. Like he's already over there. Yeah. Or very weird, strange. weird, scary white Vision. I guess. Well, yeah. Real Vision, quote unquote. What is real? Yeah. <laughs> I like that they finally. That guy, the agent, the in charge of Sword, bothered me as a character. Because from the from the drop, that guy was so aggro. He's such a jerk, man. So yeah, aggro. Whole, and like whole show. It didn't make any sense until mm. this episode where they're like, actually, he's a liar. And he's been a liar this whole time. And here's what happened when she busted down the door. You know? Yeah. And, I, I think part of me, without even realizing it, just sort of realized that they were setting him up to be the bad guy. Sure. 
Uh, you, clearly, they were setting him up to be an antagonist. I didn't know if he was going to be directly evil uh, or not. Uh, sure. Or, like, working on order. You know, there was there was a lot of ways he could go with that, and they went with, actually, he's just a government shill only worried about money and all he, you know, and he's you know, he's just turned into a boilerplate bad guy at the end here. He just, want, he just wants his big old fancy, powerful, super powerful weapon, right? That's what he wants. Yeah, yeah which is, I mean... To me, that's boilerplate. I guess based. Oh yeah, no. It's look. He's evil. No one's no one's standing up for this guy here. But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, his his motivation. The thing that we didn't know was what his motivation for any of this was, and they finally reveal it's because he's just a complete jerk. Yeah, like, that's which, what he wants. Which is slightly disappointing. Like I said, I still have really nothing negative to say. They have Agatha, and Agatha is a much more interesting person anyway. And I'd rather we spend time on that than worry about this guy's motivations. He's not going to yeah. be around long anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay seems likely right he feels like the kind of bad guy that in the last episode gets it uh, yeah gets it or just gets laid off you know what i mean like, he gets got in some fashion yeah my guess is he gets laid off by nick fury here uh and as sword becomes something from else. space they yeah him, he nick fury lays him off from space <laughs> in the last scene from orbit no i mean well he, we've got pulsar now so she could just nuke him by touching him Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very curious to see where this go. I love I have been loving this show. Uh, I'm wondering now that um, what's her name is Pulsar, if she will be in. Uh, Captain Marvel Captain 2. Marvel 2. Yes, she already they've already said that. Oh, well, there you go. Let's see. Oh, well, I completely missed that also. That's great. Yeah. So I, and I think part of part of turning her into Pulsar is probably a setup for her in that movie. Ah, okay. That's that's my guess anyway. Cool. Because otherwise, I think they would have they would have treated they would have treated that a little bit more, right? She turns, and then you basically don't see her again. Well, who knows? We might we'll see, see about her the episode, end, right? right? But I I have this beginning of an inkling that Agatha becomes a villain for something else bigger than this, right? I might be completely wrong and she just gets it in the last episode, but like, it doesn't Her. feel like they're setting Catherine Hahn up to just disappear. Would would you say she maybe like runs away and becomes an antagonist and say Dr. Strange too? Yeah. A magic user becomes an antagonist in a magic movie. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm just out here throwing around is that, ideas. Is that one multiverse of madness? Is that what that one is? Yes. I believe that's the t- subtitle. Yeah. Honestly, if this is the future of Marvel, uh, in general, because the movies are hard to keep bringing to the screen and there's not enough plot in them. And, you know, the theaters are kind of having trouble anyway. And all this sort of stuff is compounded. Right. And if this is what they want the future of it to be, I'm happy. Yeah. I've thoroughly enjoyed this show. I'm, uh, I'm curious, I guess the, we go, we went into it watching what the first episodes and it's like, they had basically revealed nothing about the show yeah, or great. darn close like, to nothing. I like that so much. Yeah. It's fantastic. And then, uh, what's the next one? Loki is Loki next. Uh, no Falcon and winter soldier. Okay. Is, uh, two weeks. As soon so as there you go, it's the week after, uh, Wanda ends just about. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the CBS Star Trek strategy all over again, right? 
It's the don't let you cancel your subscription. Don't let you cancel. There's always going to be Marvel on. Mm-hmm. And and right behind start- Falcon and Winter Soldier is Loki. That's in June. Right. And uh, and then we're going to start to have that same thing occurring with uh, Star Wars starting 2022, I think. Maybe that's the... Maybe that's the strategy, right? Alternate between these big TV pushes for the two brands. And so that way, you know, there's always some cool, important TV property and they don't have to worry about Star Wars fighting against Marvel at the same time. Yeah. Do you think, do you think those audiences overlap a lot? They probably do at this point, right? They probably do. I mean, let's look at this podcast. Hey, does everyone here in both (laughs) of those audiences? I'm going to go with uh, maybe to different degrees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a. Uh, I think we'll have a bigger t- discussion about it probably next week after yeah. the yeah. final is out. I think feel like this was almost a two parter, so it's kind of like you could you could make predictions if you wanted to. But nah. I, I mean, I can. I have one that I have a suspicion about that I'll throw out. Okay. Is that there's going to be a cameo in the last episode from one of the main line one of the main movie heroes so wanda would trust um who my i mean if i put money on it i would say doctor strange oh yeah that would make the most sense that is the thing people have been predicting but she doesn't does she even know doctor strange no no yeah so it'd be weird for it to be somebody she doesn't even know. I mean, uh, unless she met him at some point uh, during the events of Avengers Endgame or something. Yeah. They tend not to, to off-screen stuff, though. So if they haven't done it on-screen, they generally tend to not sh- try to pull one over on you like that. I don't know. I mean, it's as good a guess as any. I would imagine it won't be like a Tony Stark-level person. I don't think they could have kept tony stark being in this secret they're already working on hawkeye so you know it could be anybody from an upcoming show or movie that they want to tie in my guess they do it even at all right yeah 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 i my only prediction was that agatha makes it through that's kind of what it feels reasonable feeling that i'm getting here i'm not going to make a prediction because i just want to sit back and watch i think you're right to do that I really do. It's the first time in a while. Well, if people want to sit back and watch this podcast, where can they do that? YouTube.com. Search We Were Gamers. Subscribe to it so we can do YouTube.com slash We Were Gamers. Because we have to have subs to do that. So help us do that. You can also find it Twitter, Google, everywhere. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Instagram. We don't TikTok. I'm not going to. Nah. I don't have any interest. You can also email podcast at wearegamers.com. We